Welcome to the Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast, starring Q the Boss. Yo, 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 yo! Welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. They call me Q the Boss. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Don't Let That Go Over Your Head podcast. Today we got special content. We talking about feelings versus logic. Or uh, logic versus feelings. You know, let's talk about this narrative, man. A lot of people don't understand the difference between logic and feelings. Too many people are caught up in their feelings, guys. It's a bad, it's a bad circumstance because feelings can make you vulnerable and they're always subject to change, right? I think feelings are not set in stone. They can adjust based on how you feel, right? So just because you feel a way don't make it right. But yet and still, this is what we do. However you feel, that's all that matters. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to kill that narrative, right? Just because you feel something don't mean it's right. There are a lot of people that say, but I feel. But you're wrong. Right? But I feel this, but I'm wrong. And that's what happens. You're all in your feelings, right? You can't see logic. Logic is simple, right, when you really think about it. It's not allowing your emotions to make you make your decision, right? Feelings will make you make an impulsive decision, right? You liked her. You entertained her. You ultimately lost because you didn't see the long-term trajectory of what could be of you and that person. You got caught in your feelings in a moment. But the logic says, if I attach myself to this particular person, I will have this particular result. And this is how you have to always have conversations with oneself. Use logic meaning common sense. See, I don't feel bad for somebody that, that's made poor decisions when we can see that it's obvious in common sense. But we don't do that. We fought everyone else other than ourselves. Someone call in 516-253-1150. We talk about feelings and logic. What is the difference between feelings and logic? Right? Your feelings. I want someone to call in right now. Because I know somebody can uh, give scenarios, especially when you talk to young people. They don't learn how to master the logic. So they... Let's get this ready. We already got a caller. Caller, what's going on, caller? What's good, Dominic? Dominic, what's going on? I'm good. How are you? So what, so what exactly are we um, referring to as far as the topic goes? Like, what are you, feelings, what do you feelings wanna... versus logic. Feelings versus logic. What is the difference? Okay. Um, like, 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 like your, your feelings is basically how you feel about something. I mean, it's like, it's, it's like basically the fact versus opinion thing. Like, you know, like facts can be proven. Feelings are opinions and thoughts. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent, hundred percent. So how do you control the difference of the two? How do you control your logic and how do you control your feelings? Respect other people's opinions and boundaries and, you know, get them right to feel how you feel. I agree 100%. Let's give it up for Dom, guys. 100% facts. 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 You know? But this is the problem. You know, we're so caught up in our feelings that we can't use our logic. And our feelings override our logic. 
which make us make poor decisions, right? Now, most people poor decisions are because they don't master logic. They don't sit down and utilize their brains, right? Let me, I'm still on the phone? All right, but watch this scenario. There was a woman. Her and her husband decided to go to the car dealership, right? And this is a question I want y'all to answer. When they got in the car dealership, he realized that he had bad credit. Ultimately, if he took the car in his name, he would have to pay an additional $200 a month, right, for the same car. But then he realized that if he put the car in his wife's name, the car would be cheaper, right, by 200 bucks. So in his logic, in his mind was, I'm going to put the car in her name so we can save the $200 and use the $200 to advance our lives, right? In a moment, she agreed. She put the car in her name. They brought the car home. Mind I said that's his wife, right? Soon as she got mad and got in her feelings, guess what she said? Bring back my damn car. Look at the difference of feelings and logic. The logical solution to that issue, that issue was putting the car in her name because the husband and wife was able to save more money, right? Based on paying back interest. But the fact of the matter is, she got so caught in her feelings, she couldn't see the logic, right? And this is what we, we teach now. We teach feelings to override logic. I think that was a great decision based on the fact that they're a couple, which should be utilizing and saving money to advance themselves together, right? As a unit. So them saving $200 made sense. But she got in her feelings, all the logic went out the window. Ladies, just because you feel a way, don't make it right. Right? And you have to learn how to control that. We're very impulsive when it comes to our feelings and our decision-making. Very impulsive. You know, one thing about a human, when you, when, you, when you get mad, you tend to show who you truly are. See, the difference of me and, and others is I believe who you show me you are when you're in anger. I don't care what you say when you're not mad. When you're mad is who you really are. So if you don't respect me when you're mad, you damn sure don't respect me when you're not because you're only pretending. And that's a reality. I watch how people treat me when they're upset more than when they're not. Because that's the true reflection of how you truly see me. If you're calling me a loser when you're upset, I'm going to co-sign it. So be mindful of what you say to me because I'm going to be mindful of what I say to you. So I'm not the type of person that sit there and say, you know what, you were upset. But you're a grown-up now. You're all in your feelings. We don't allow that to be the excuse no more. I don't sit back and say, just because you felt the way, therefore you can treat me a certain way. What kind of logic is that? What kind of logic? That's a very childish mentality. The behavioral patterns of an adult. The behavior patterns of an adult. We blame everything other than what we do, and there's no accountability to our decisions. The behavior patterns of adults. We blame everything on the world but except our accountability. You have to be accountable for what you do. Use your logic. Maybe walk away. Woosa. Count to 10, they said, right? Close your eyes and count to 10. Let's try this assignment, guys. Let's do this together. I ain't going to count to 10. We're going to count to five. One, deep breaths while you're doing it. Right? Two, three, four, five. And if you still feel away, then walk away. 
We have to learn how to control our anger. I feel like the most, the most uh, destructive person in the world is one who can't control their impulsive emotions and their feelings. Because you're going to make poor decisions by being in your feelings. Some of the worst decisions I've ever made in my life was being in the feelings. We got two boxes. We got the logic box. We got the feeling box. The feeling box is one of the most dangerous boxes that you can enter. Because your emotions are attached to your feelings. And a lot of people have made poor decisions by being in their feelings. Get out your feelings. And learn to get into your logic. Let's learn how to, learn how to use logic. Let's say, if I decide to do this, the consequences of this will be this. Logic. But this is a person's mentality. If I do this, there will be no consequences. And then when the consequences come, complain about the consequences. All in your feelings, man. All in your feelings. Someone call in right now, 516-253-1150. One more time, 516-253-1150. Let's talk about the difference between logic and feelings, right? Let's talk about it. I don't understand how people behave. Yeah, we in a world where grown-ups act like children, like little kids. I told, a, I told a guy today, every time you discuss anything with this person, he allows his feelings to become a fact. That is a dangerous human. Your feelings aren't facts. Your feelings aren't facts. It's an opinion, right? We debate about life. But yet and still, Google is one of the most uh, recognizable sources that we can go to and check it. I can fact check what you say. But some people are so in their feelings, even when you bring them the facts, they'll argue with their feelings, avoiding logic. That's a dangerous person. That's a dangerous person. Look what I just said to you. Fact checked everything. Right? From Google and accredited sources, but yet and still, you still feel what you feel because your feelings outweigh reality and facts. Your feelings. Damn. Your feelings. I'm going to tell you something. Again, some of the worst decisions I said I've ever made in my life was being in my feelings. Right? Not thinking about what could be. Whether good, bad, or indifferent. We got to learn how to control ourselves, guys. And stop saying, you know what? I only, only went through this because of this. What about what you did to put yourself there? Right? I think the greatest moment in my life is when I stopped blaming the person that told on me and put me in prison. And I started telling myself, I'm in prison because of poor decisions I made. See, I went from this mentality. I'm locked up because somebody snitched on me. To saying to myself, I'm locked up because I did something that I should have never did. And if I never gave him something to tell on, he would have never told on me. I got out of my feelings and used more logic. My logic made me realize a lot of truth, right? Again, I put myself in that position, but still wanted to play the victim. That's the problem with feelings. It makes you a victim. A lot of us are mental prisoners to our feelings. You're incarcerated with a life sentence, and the judge is called feelings. And you got to be in that, that cell called feelings for the rest of your life. 
And, and what you're going to do is you're going to blame society when you're in your own feelings. You got to control your logic. You got to control your feelings. No one can control your feelings better than you. Behind every action is a reaction. But you better be accountable for your reaction. Let me say that again. Behind every action is a reaction. But based on your feelings, you still have to be accountable for your reactions. But we don't want to hear that. Right? We sow in our feelings, man. Damn. Logic. Common sense things don't mean common sense anymore. One of my guys said common sense seems to be a superpower. It's a superpower. Because a lot of people don't have it. Common sense. If I spend all of my money, I'm going to be broke. But you still believe you're going to have money. Damn, you waiting for the next check, but you out here acting like you got money. That's logic. But your feelings say, I can pretend to be, therefore I am. But in reality, you ain't. And you'll never be as long as you keep pretending you are. We have to change these narratives, guys. A lot of us are so caught up in the false narratives of, of life. You know, you, you have to be able to have the conversations with yourself. I think when you can have the greatest conversations with yourself, it ultimately allows you to become better self. If you can look at yourself and say, because think about it. Let's say someone that's born, with, let's say without speed, right? They tell themselves they're slow. But I can mentally outthink people. The faster a person thinks like that, the better they'll be faster. Think about it, right? I'm not the tallest on the court, but I can mentally outthink them so I can outperform them. Once you're able to say these things to yourself, it becomes truth. With truth, there's, there's, there's ex that gives you access to your reality. I think truth gives you the key to changing yourself. I think the lie is what limits you from becoming greater. We're so caught in our feelings. I want to know, how do you change the narrative? When a narrative is force-fed into your mind, Right? Look at how a lot of people live. Someone said, how do you feel about men with no drive? Goals or aspiration or want a high caliber woman? That is not a man. That is a little boy. If you ask a son right now, would you rather a rich mom or a broke mom? What do you think the boy going to say? A rich mom. So you take this big old man who has nothing, and you say, would you rather yourself a rich woman or a broke woman? He's going to definitely look for the rich woman, but not realizing that you could have a girl that's broke today, but you can change her from being greater by, by helping her pursue herself or, or, or adding value to her also. There are some couples that literally outperform their, their, their starting points extremely, extremely. And the reason why is because, because she's rich, don't mean she's willing to share what she has with you. So the person that could be broke today don't mean they have to stay broke. Broke is a mentality that can be changed, right? Broke is a mentality that can be changed. But you cannot change the mentality of the broke when you're around broke mentalities that's allowing you to keep thinking like a broke person. Broke is a mentality that can be changed. But the reality of all things is before you're broke, you think broke, so therefore you do broke things, only keeping you broke.
But you believe you're not going to be broke by doing broke things, which says that you have a broke mentality. You have to be able to tell yourself the truth. You know, if you have these conversations with most people, they get very uh, uncomfortable with these conversations. They'll yell at you. They'll fight the truth. You're not fighting the truth. You're fighting yourself. Because the person you should be mad at is yourself. The person that's in the mirror is the person you avoid because you don't like to see what you need to see. You avoid looking in that mirror because the mirror is a reflection of the person you wish you could be. But you don't want to see what you are ultimately changing what it is. Right? You don't want to look in that mirror. We got to be comfortable looking in the mirror. I'm no longer avoiding the mirror. For those on my live right now saying, I'm no longer avoiding the mirror. Why would I keep avoiding the mirror? When the mirror is the, the truest reflection of what I look like. And until I learn to fall in love with that person that I visually see in that mirror, I'm never going to fall in love with myself. I have to fall in love with that person in the mirror before someone else can fall in love with me. I cannot not love myself but expect someone else to love me. I cannot not love myself but expect someone else to love me. That is insane. When you love yourself, you don't, you don't force feed yourself lies anymore. Again, we, we force feed ourselves lies. And we get full of our own crap. Right? You're full. You ate a whole plate of something called BS. And you wonder why you start, you're still not seeing any growth. You'll never grow force feeding your mind lies. You'll never grow adding nothing in your life that gives you more value. Life is about value. Whether monetary right? Whether mentally, there's a lot of ways that you need value. You need people that push you mentally, right? You need people that might educate you psychologically, right? You might need people around you that give you more comfort of you accepting who you are. Some people still are fearful of becoming their greater self because they're around people that allow them not to be their greater selves. You, people fear becoming their greater selves. And I'm going to tell you how they fear it. Because when you look at it, they ultimately attach themselves to everything that don't push them. But when you push them, you become the enemy. I've been the enemy in a lot of people's nightmares. And the reason why? Because they want the dream. But they don't know in order to receive the dream, you have to face your nightmares. Let me say that one more time. A lot of people don't understand they want the dream. But in order to receive the dream, you have to face your nightmares. See, that nightmare going to make you uncomfortable. That nightmare going to make you scared. They're nightmares for a reason. When you hear and seeing those in your mind, those big old visions, right? We have zones. We, we, we dream about things that we could be. There's a reason. There's a reason. There's a reason that everyone dreams about what they could be. And, and imagine themselves becoming something great. Right? But the logic of this conversation is, until you pursue greater self, you'll never be greater self. If you're still the person saying, my mom and my dad, my neighborhood, my environment, I ain't know no better, you a big old rusty man or woman still complaining about your big old rusty start in life. Big old rusty man, big old rusty woman crying about their decisions, and you got to get over it. You got to get over it. They say when, when life gives you lemons, we make lemonade. When life gives you oranges, you make orange juice. You got to make the most out of your situation. Sometimes it's not the, the, the car that's being driven. It's the person that's driving the car. 
You got to drive your life to the best of your ability. You can't keep complaining about what it is, what ain't, what could be, what should be. You spend more time complaining about the problem more than you talk about the solution. How do you get to the solution when you're still sitting at the problem? You made reservation for the problem, but you're not working towards the solutions. Get out your feelings and get into your logic. Again, we don't want to hear nothing that, that matters more because how it makes us feel, right? I'm going to tell you something right now, guys. The person that challenged you to be uncomfortable is the person that loves you the most. But you've been told for many years that the person that loves you the most is the person that accepts you for who you are. How can I love you when I know there's more that you can do, but I don't push you? That can't be love, right? There's healthy ways of challenging. People need it. There are tons of people that don't see they can do more. They've accepted their fate. So they only, only attach themselves to anybody that accept them from being who they are. But the reason why you're losing is because you accepted who you are. Let me say that again. The reason why you're losing is because you accepted who you are. People project, right? The word project, meaning if I believe that I can go to this level, and a person only believes I can go to this level, they'll project what they believe on me. So when I start telling certain people what I want to do, they're going to ultimately never believe what I can be because they don't see themselves doing it. Especially if we're in the same field. Or they fear losing access to you. A lot of people don't want to see people become their greater selves. They don't want it. You have to be conscious of who you're going to for this information. A person will tell you a lie just so they can see you do the lie, right? Or fail doing the lie because of the fact they don't want to see you win. Right? In order for a person to win, you have to learn how to win. The same way the loser has learned how to lose or lose, you have to learn how to win. Let me say that again. The same way a, a loser has to learn how to win. Wait, wait, let me take that back. The same way a loser has to learn how to lose, a winner has to learn how to win. We spend so much energy in learning how to lose that we don't realize that we're not winning because we only practice in what we learn from losing. See, a loss remains a loss if one learns nothing from the loss. But we get so caught up in the loss that we can't see that the loss is a part of the journey of winning. On the path to success, you will lose. On the path to success, you will meet failure. On the path to success, you will meet second-guessing. You'll meet every single emotion there is will be along the highway of success. Every single emotion. Regret, fear. It's normal. Because now you're taking this creature that sits in front of you, right? You're in this mirror, right? Looking at this creature. You're literally trying to change this creature to a whole new being. And it's going to be a lot of work along that road. You are a road for miles and miles to come with a bunch of holes, potholes, and ditches. You're going to have to fix that road. You're going to have to fix that road. We want the easy road, though, right? That's what a lot of people want. They want the easy road. Easy road is accepting failure. I do not look. Y'all being honest, I say this all the time. I look for the road that's less traveled. I look for the road that le that's less traveled. Because I'm going to tell you something about life. You cannot recreate the will, but you can create a better will. Let me say that one more time. You cannot recreate the will, 
but you can create a better will. And what I mean by that is this, putting your twist or rebranding that same will. A tire is a tire. What makes a tire a better tire is based on who's the retailer. A shirt is a shirt. What makes that shirt more better is the fact who's the retailer. It's a branding. Because a shirt is a shirt. 100% wool, uh, Tommy Hilfiger, 100% wool, Old Navy is the same shirt. But it's about the retailer that we overvalue. And the sad part is you're the retailer of your own life and you're, you're not even creating anything of a value. Your whole life has no value because you don't see that you are the value. Your time is the value. Mentally, we, we don't see that we need to, to challenge ourselves to be better because we're all in our feelings. We don't want to talk about logic. We don't want to talk about why things happen to me because of the fact that things are supposed to happen to me because I'm strong. One minute you say you're strong, but in the next minute you're complaining about why things are hard for you. How are you strong but complaining about things being hard for you? That is a contradiction. Right? Sometimes in life you got to give yourself the affirmations you need. Look at this. I'm going to show you something. And I want you guys to hear this well. A man, right, is supposed to pursue his purpose. I want everyone to hear this. A man is destined, a man is created to pursue his purpose. When a man is not pursuing his purpose, he tends to get distracted from his purpose. An unhappy man is a man that's not chasing purpose. A lot of men are unhappy because they're not pursuing purpose. So watch what happens. A man... And while tracing purpose, learns what he needs. A woman that attaches a man to a man pursuing his purpose is a woman that adds value. A woman comes from the rib of a man. A rib of a man. Right? A woman is created from the rib of a man. While a lot of men are not being becoming better is because they're not finding their ribs, reattaching their true strengths. A woman becomes the helpmate to the king. And the king builds a great empire for the family. Because a lot of these men don't want to be kings, so they date peasants. Or they date women that are not even worthy. Right? Because you're so caught up in your feelings. Watch this narrative. The man that chases vagina is like a drug addict. Right? Look at this. Drug addicts chase that first hit. They chase the hit over and over and over. That's the same thing men do. And there are women that do the same thing. They chase sex the same way men do. So what happens is when a man is distracted from his greater self, he will chase sex. And when he chases sex, he won't pursue his purpose, ultimately distracting this man from becoming a king. So what he does is he constantly chases that hit, which is sex, to accommodate the lack of success that he has. When a man achieves, right, Let's go back to the, to the sex. When a man releases sex, it releases dopamines. That's very temporarily lived. It's, it only lasts but so long. But when a man achieves success, it releases more dopamines. Watch this. When a man buys a home, every time he pulls up to his home, he's happy. Dopamines. When a man sees his children happy, dopamines, right? When he sees his family doing great, dopamines. But what happens is the man that doesn't understand premise or purpose chases the smaller dopamines to keep chasing the high. And he never finds his purpose. 
because he found too many distractions along the road to success. And then he's going to talk about women, but he don't understand because he didn't find a queen. He found distractions. A woman that's not a woman will distract the king from being the king. A man is supposed to be the head, the leader. The leader is supposed to lead. I don't get on this podcast and argue with women because of the fact that a woman is not supposed to lead me. I'm supposed to lead my women. It's just the truth. So a man that doesn't understand that, he's not living in his purpose. A woman should be your least to where he's king, but you and your feelings. Right? A woman should be working on building herself up to be a great helpmate to her king. You want a man to lead. But you ladies got to ask yourself, what the hell is he leading? It's hard to lead something that can't be led. It's hard to lead something that's that only so superficial and caught up in the world. You can't lead a woman that don't want to be led. She's fighting you for your own king spot. You have a woman who's fighting you for your own king spot. She's the king. I see some women say, oh, happy Father's Day to a woman. A woman could never be a dad. So let's get that straight. I don't care what nobody say. It's weird. Right? And this is the premise. We get so caught up in all the wrong things, guys. Right? But if I say it, I become the problem. Right? But I'm going to expose the truth. Someone want to call in right now? Call in right now. 516-253-1150. One more time. 516-253-1150. Let me say this again. The man, while pursuing his purpose, will be giving back his rib, right? Because I'm going to tell you something, men who don't know. When you become more successful, right, you get access to a better level of women. These men say there are women that don't exist that are good women. It's because they haven't pursued their purpose. When you become a greater man, you get access to a higher grade of women. But these men keep saying these women ain't this and these women ain't that. I'm like, listen, there are a lot of women that are very, very, very uh, good wives and could make great wives. But they don't see you because you're not in your premise or your purpose. You so focus on the wrong things. A woman is naturally attracted to a man pursuing his greater self. It's sexy. And I'm going to show you something. Ladies and gentlemen, of my life, being honest, watch this. I come into a club. I see a woman. I'm all on her, right? Even though I got my life together, I'm more prone to be used. But in reality, she doesn't see the value of me because I'm not moving as a king. I'm moving as a boy. Same scenario. Man coming to the club, got his life together. He's not gawking the woman. He sees her, she sees him. They make eye contact, he keeps it moving. He enjoys the night, they catch eye contact again, keep it moving. By the end of the night, he speaks to her. That man has a higher chance of finding or getting that woman. And that woman want to deal with him and the man gawking and stalking all over a woman. That's sexier. Women don't like that. Not no real woman. A real woman don't want you gawking and stalking all over. I hate to say this and being honest, some women kind of want the men that are a little harder to get to. Men want women that are hard to get, but women want the same thing. They don't want the man that they feel like everybody could have. They want the very selective man. When a man becomes greater self, the man becomes more selective. I hate to say this, and somebody gonna get mad, but I don't give a damn. I would never get intimate with certain women that haven't even reached certain levels in life, mentally or, or financially. I just won't. 
Why would I attach myself to something like that? Because I'm not in my feelings. I'm in my purpose. And the thing that's going to attach itself to me is, is something that's going to accommodate my purpose. When a man finds purpose, he finds happiness. But you all in your feelings. You're avoiding logic. And this is the reasoning. We avoid logic because it is easy to be in your feelings. But it's harder to be in your logic. Because logic makes you see the truth. A lot, logic is like looking in the mirror and seeing who you really are. We avoid logic, but we run to our feelings. Our feelings give a, gives a false pretense of life, right? I could feel like I'm a 6'5 point guard that played in the NBA, but I'm not. That's my feelings. Logic says I'm not. See, logic is like the hard truth, while your feelings is the hard lie. You got to be able to be in your logic more than your feelings, right? But I'm seeing a, a lot of people all in their feelings. They don't understand. We talk about these men and women nowadays, how, how life is operating. But anyone not pursuing their greater selves will never understand what I'm saying. A man or a woman, it doesn't matter age. It matters maturity, emotional intelligence, right? They don't understand it. I say this all the time, I don't chase women. People say, why? Because a man is not supposed to chase. And I'm going to say what it is. Women slide in my DM just as much as they slide in men's DM. As much as men slide in women's DMs, women slide in my DMs. And it sounds crazy. They're going to be like, oh, that's arrogant. No, it's the truth. Women are attracted to men that know who they are. They're attracted to confidence. They're attracted to someone that's not going to, I don't chase behind a woman. That is weird. Man is supposed to chase purpose. Ultimately finding a woman that helps his purpose. Why do you think you have so many men unhappy? They say, why do so many men need so many women to feel accomplished? Because he has to fuel his insecurities. His insecurities are fueled by him bagging multiple women. That's feelings. That's his insecurities. I keep feeding the insecure monster, right? To make me feel accomplished by manipulating and taking advantage of women. Trash. But if we say this, I'm wrong. Speaking of logic, speaking of feelings, learning what's the false narrative and what's the truth is what we need to learn. But as long as we keep living with these false narratives, we're going to always have these false narratives. We got to stop regurgitating falsehood. You have a person that will sit there and tell a hundred lies and believe a hundred lies and then don't realize the reason why they're losing because of their hundred lies. The truth is the, is the ultimate, 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 ultimate uh, uh, requirement to access in the next level. The truth is the, is the key to, to getting the access to the door that you want to get into. You don't tell yourself the truth. You will sit here and say, I'm broke because my mama didn't teach me money, but you out here spending all your money on clothes and shoes. Where's the accountability? Where's the accountability? But if I say this, I'm wrong. Because we push a false pretense of success in life. You won't get to certain levels if you're not in rooms with certain people that are on certain levels. I'm going to say this again. As your social climate changes, so will your economical climate change. 
If your social climate don't change, your economical climate will never change. What I mean socially is millionaires hang out with millionaires. And you don't have to be a millionaire in order to become a millionaire. You got to be around people that are millionaires. How do you get access to people that are millionaires? You have to add value to people that are millionaires, ultimately seeing you as a peer. Every millionaire don't hang out with millionaires. But they hang out with like-minded people that are on their way or pursuing becoming millionaires, which is the truth. There's a millionaire right now that can get inspired by someone that's not a millionaire, but that's pursuing becoming a millionaire. They can get inspired by them. I told you the story of my mentor. He always brought me around him, and he said, because he loved how, how hard I go. He said it always motivated him. Me never being comfortable, me never being lazy. But again, you got to go into your garden in your mind, right, and start planting these seeds. Start planting the seeds uh, so you can start reaping the fruits of your life. You'll never reap the fruits if you don't start planting the seeds. We don't plant any seeds. But we, excess, we, we, we excessively believe that I'm going to eat from the garden. Listen, not every great woman is rich as long as you can hold your own. Now, but look, that don't make you great because you're rich. I don't know where that came from, but that don't make you great because you're rich. Right? I met some of the most brokest people who are the most greatest people I've ever met in my life. Because they don't say things like, I'm broke. You know what they say? I'm going through a financial problem. A problem can be fixed. Right? A problem can be fixed. And that's the truth. But if you see the problem and you're not exercising your mind to find a solution to the problem, the problem will always be the problem. If you're not seeing that I am the solution to the problem, you're going to always live by the problem, allowing the problem to absorb you to the point where you can't see that you can fix your problem. You got to walk in your truth, guys. This is why we talk about logic versus the feelings. Truth versus the lie. In most cases, people feel in their feelings, they lie to themselves, right? I'll give you a scenario. Ladies, don't kill me for this, but this is the truth. Older woman I was talking to the other day, I said, in most cases, successful men like younger women. She said she disagree. And I said, why do you disagree? She gave me this whole spill about the maturity level of the older woman and how the younger guy, I mean, the older guy should value the younger women. I said to her, miss, the only reason why you say that is because you're the older woman who's nervous about being the older woman, so you're in your feelings when people tell you the truth, so you create a false reality. You got to be able to live in reality, right? It's all relative. You have to be able to tell yourself the truth. I told one of my guys recently that he was a bad dad. He got mad at me. But he's been working on becoming a better father because of the fact of the matter is he started living in his truth, right? You cannot fix what you're not acknowledging. Don't let that go over your head, podcasters, AA. We are a family of friends and people working together to fix ourselves. No one is better than none. No one is greater than any. But together, we can work on our problems to fix the many problems that we all have. No one is better than none. We got to start working on our problems. Because sometimes the problem, again, is you. But you don't want to say it's you because you don't want to believe it's you. You broke because of you. You lazy because of you. You make excuses because of you. You won't sacrifice because of you. 
You won't commit yourself to do anything great, but, be, but it's you. You got to point the finger at somebody else. Because you don't like to stay in the kitchen because it gets too hot. Stay in that kitchen. Absorb the heat for a while. By being honest with yourself. Get out your feelings. And let's get back in our logic. A lot of us need to start changing this narrative. But as long as you keep pushing the wrong narrative, you're going to ultimately believe the wrong narrative. Right? Someone call in right now. 516-253-1150. One time, one more time. 516-253-1150. Someone call in right now. Let's talk about it. What is the difference between logic and feelings? What is the difference between logic and feelings? We got a lot of people on this live. Someone call in right now. Call in. Let's talk about it. Don't be shy. At 516-253-1150. We got to change the narrative. But this is what we caught in. All the wrong pretense. Right? You make reservations for everything you shouldn't be making reservations for. You literally made reservations to lose. You made reservations to excuses. We got to change these reservations. We got to start making reservations to, I'm a climate success level. I don't give a damn if you're an Uber driver. Be the best damn Uber driver that you could possibly be. Right? And that's a reality. Right? We got to change this narrative. We're going to keep going to our graves wishing we would have made better choices. But we won't because it's easier to accept the false reality. And that's our problem. You know, we got, I got an got a, uh, album coming out soon, guys, for those who don't know. It's called The Fear of the Unknown. We've been holding back the date. You know, it's about time we release it. It's called The Fear of the Unknown, right? I feel like most people fear what they don't know. But not only do they fear what they don't know, they already make conclusions in their minds of what the results are going to be. Let me say that one more time. I feel like people make reservations in their mind because of fear. And the sad part about it is they already have the conclusion to what the results are going to be before they even do anything. And this is a normality. They said to themselves that I'm going to lose. And they've never even tried. Right? They never even tried. But they said they're going to lose. Of course you're going to lose. Because you keep saying you're going to lose. It is easier to lose when you already made reservations in your mind that you already lost before you even tried. You have to try. You have to believe, right? Most people have no faith in themselves, but they want the world to believe in them. I cannot help someone that don't want to help themselves. I cannot teach someone that is disruptive to the class and don't want to learn. I cannot bring someone to the finish line when they don't even want to run their own race. I don't care what your speed is. I don't care what your 4340 time is. It's are you willing to complete your race? That's the actual question. Are you willing to run to the best of your ability? You don't have to be Usain Bolt, right? But you got to run your own race. What we do, we avoid the race by looking for easier uh, cheat points to the point that we want to get to. We look for, for cheat access to where we want to be at. We look for it. And then when you don't find it, you realize you wasted a ton of time. See, I'm going to tell you something about failure. Failure, right, can be permanent 
But failure should be a lesson. Failure, when it's permanent, it's mean a person gave up. So there's no fixing because the person quit, right? That is permanent failure. But failure can also be a learning experience. Your failure, failing can teach you how to win if you learn from your failure. But if you allow your failure to keep you in the same position that you are today, you're never going to learn from your failure. Failure is a good thing because it actually teaches you strength and it shows you how strong you can, you can be. Again, someone call in right now before we get out of here. 516-253-1150. One more time, 516-253-1150. We about to get out of here. But guys, we got to learn, right? Right. We got to look at that as a marathon. Life is a marathon. It's not a sprint. We want to rush to the finish line. See, when you enjoy the process of going through the struggles to get to where you want to be, you'll appreciate it and enjoy it more. But a lot of people won't enjoy it because they don't understand it's a process. Life is a process, right, that you have to go through. You have to accept every board, every mission, and everything before you get to the promised land. It is, it is what it is. It's a journey. Embrace the journey. But again, let's get out of our feelings. Start working on our logic. Logic is the best solution because it gives you the ability to process information and then you come up with a, a, a plan, right? A plan, which is the solution to the problem. Logic will help you problem solve. Feelings will keep you in your stagnated positioning because it makes you impulsive. It makes you emotional. It makes you disruptive. There are people right now that should be listening to things that can help them become their greatest selves, but you know what they'd rather listen to? The things that keep them in the same position because they're in their feelings. You could sit with a person and tell them the truth, but yet and still they want to hear a lie. That's the world we live in. So again, at this podcast, guys, we won't be doing that. We're going to elevate minds. We're going to push you to be your greatest self. We're going to elevate you. We're going to challenge you to be your better self. For those who don't know, to keep up with the content, we're on every major platform that podcast is called Don't Let That Go Over Your Head. Don't let that go over your head. If you want to see the videos, right, live, or you want to see them actually after we do them, we have a YouTube channel. It's called Empowered Dynasty. E-M-P-O-W-E-R-D Dynasty on YouTube channel. But again, I'm Q the Boss. I want you guys to understand your feelings will keep you broke. Your logic will help you solve the problem from being broke. Till next time, guys. Don't let that go over your head.